You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm an analyst for Pro Football Focus, and I write about the Chicago Bears for NBC Sports Chicago and Bears Wire. I'm here to bring you your daily Chicago Bears news and analysis, and today I'll be joined by John Buffone. He hosts the Buffone 55 podcast over on the Bears Barroom Radio Network, and he is actually the nephew of former Bears player Doug Buffone as well, but we're going to break down all of the biggest free agent names to watch here. Mark Ingram, Justin Houston, what's going on with Adrian Amos and Bryce Callahan, and what could be coming the Bears' way here as this week gets rolling. And then we'll wrap up with your off-season free agent wish lists here, just digging into the Locked on Bears voicemail and text line a little bit to hear what you guys want from free agency. We have a lot to get into, so let's jump right in. Joining us now on Locked on Bears is John Buffone. Now, if you recognize that last name, it's because he is the nephew of the former Chicago Bears player Doug Buffone, but we didn't bring John on just because of his last name. He hosts Buffone 55 on Bears Barroom, where he's breaking down the Chicago Bears every single week. He's also a a reporter for the York daily record i believe out in pennsylvania he's a a busy guy and uh, he's a little bit under the weather but john i really appreciate you joining us to talk a little bit of bears free agency how are you holding up i'm holding up just fine if you gotta pull me in to talk bears free agency i can power through anything i'm not at 100 percent. my voice is crackling a little bit but i'm excited to talk bears even when it's the uh, off season and it's free agency I'm, I'm ready to go well, they say the best ability is availability, and I, I appreciate you fighting through the injury. Well, injury is maybe a strong word, but fighting through the ailment and, and, and holding strong with us here. <laughs> I, I want to start with some of the more recent pre-free agency rumblings, which I, I think is always kind of raises a question mark to me as to how guys like Ian Rappaport at NFL Network able, are able to find out about teams having potential interest in free agents even before this tampering period begins. But with all the Jordan Howard trade rumors, uh, Mark Ingram's name has now been connected to the Chicago Bears. And I guess even before we get into Mark, uh, let's let's start with the Jordan Howard trade rumors. I know it's something that's been floated out for a long time, and it's kind of roared back up with Adam Schefter giving it some legitimacy. Where do you kind of stand on Jordan's, Jordan Howard's value to this Bears team versus what he might potentially be with worth in a trade. Well, I think we saw what Jordan Howard was going to be in the offense last year. He wasn't going to be necessarily a focal point. Uh, I, I always said that he's that, he's that snowplow that is, uh, you know, in the garage. And then whenever, you know, you need the tough yardage and you need to get through, you know, the snowplow has the chains on the tires and he's ready to go. So uh, we saw him kind of take a backseat last year. And, you know, the, the common – theory is that he doesn't fit in this Matt Nagy offense and you know it, 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 if they want somebody that can be that dual threat and take it between the tackles uh, that's not necessarily Jordan Howard right now uh, I, I don't think that he's as bad as a receiver as what people make him out to be but uh, th- there was no doubt that he had to take a back seat sometimes and we saw you know a lot more of Tariq Cohen in there and as far as you know what they're going to get for him let's, let's, let's face it 
trading a running back, you're not going to get a high value in return most of the time. Now, Jordan Howard was a fifth-round pick, and if they could flip him for a third, let's, let's, let's also look at facts that the Bears don't have a whole lot of draft capital right now. So if they could get a third, maybe a fourth, I, that, that would show me that they're basically just trying to move Jordan Howard to make room for someone else. Uh, so I don't think that you trade Jordan Howard hoping to get a bounty of anything back. You'd essentially be trading him to get anything back and then fill in and bring in the guy that you want. Now, if there's somebody they're looking for in the draft, I'm not sure about that quite yet, but there are some free agents out there that are, you know, that, that, that look like they could fit that, that Matt Nagy, uh, offense as far as being able to take it through the middle, but is a big receiving threat. And like you said, Mark Ingram could be one of those guys. Yeah, and I think there's a perception here about Mark Ingram being not a a great receiving threat. And I think there's 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 some to that and maybe maybe some not that you know, I think he doesn't stand out per se as the most explosive in the passing game and and I think you can point to you know, the Saints maybe taking him out to put Alvin Kamara in the game in passing situations as maybe a knock on him, but at the same time, sometimes when you have Alvin Kamara on your roster, you you have to put him in in those situations, and it doesn't necessarily always reflect on Mark Ingram. But what what do you kind of feel about his potential fit in Chicago? I mean, price is one thing, but from a, a player standpoint, how much of an upgrade do you think he would be over Jordan Howard, and it, would it be worth the the transition between the two? Well, uh, you look at it and he's all, the Saints' offense has always had multiple running backs that were, that, that they use. You look. You look whenever they had uh, Darren Sproles, even back to Reggie Bush, whenever they would pair him up with uh, other guys that would take it through the middle, all the way back to Deuce McAllister. So uh, you look at Mark Ingram, for being a 29-year-old running back, he doesn't have a whole lot of wear on his treads. The guy's never carried it more than you know 240 times or so, uh, and he's had three seasons where he's had over 45 catches. So you can't tell, you can't tell me that he can't catch the ball if he's you know putting out a couple seasons like that. So uh, I think that... The price would be okay for Mark Ingram because he is 29. He is a running back. But I like the fact that he doesn't have a whole lot of miles uh, on him. And I, I think that – I mean, I, I, I love Jordan Howard, and I hate I hate having to always have this conversation because it sounds like I don't like Jordan Howard. I, I love him as a player. I love his running style. I, I, I love what he brings to the table. I love that he's kind of a team-oriented guy. But if you're going to ask me who fits the offense better, I, I think Ingram's a pretty good blocker. Uh, I think that he can catch the ball better, and I think that he can also take it between the tackles. Maybe not to the extent that Jordan Howard can, but I think that he probably has more tools in the toolbox than Jordan Howard does at this point. So, yeah, I, I think Mark Ingram would be a, an interesting fit in there because then you have Ingram who can catch the ball, you have Cohen who can catch the ball, and then whoever they decide to you know, take other, uh, that, that other spot as far as you know, the, thir- the, uh, the third running back. Uh, so uh, I-, I like the idea of Ingram. There's some other guys out there. I think Tevin Coleman's going to price himself out of the Bears range. I think he's going to probably be the top running back taken uh, in-, in free agency. So, But I-, I don't think the Bears want to spend too much money because he's, you know, he's, he's younger and has a good skill set and he's probably going to get paid. I don't even, even want to like, kick the tires on Le'Veon Bell. They don't, they don't need to go anywhere near that. But uh, I think that Mark Ingram would be an interesting fit, and I, I would be—I wouldn't—I wouldn't hate it. I think it would be—I think it would actually be a pretty good fit. Well, Mark Ingram might be the first running back tied to the Bears this offseason, but we can bet he won't be the last. So coming up next on the podcast, John and I will discuss what the future could hold at the running back position. 
and whether or not the Bears need to make a change at the running back position. Then we'll turn our attention to a few other positions the Bears could explore on the open market, and we'll wrap up with a guy or two that John particularly wants to see the Bears pursue this offseason. Keep it locked, right here on Locked On Bears. We're talking Bears free agency here with John Buffone, host of Buffone 55 on the Bears Barroom Radio Network. And John, you know, I think when I look at this Bears offseason, obviously cap space is limited you know, compared to a lot of recent years when, when Ryan Pace can spend big money. So I guess when, when you look at the Bears' needs here and and where the running back position fits in, I think some people have said nationally, I think I've heard it on NFL Network before, that you know, the Bears are maybe a, an explosive running back away from their offense really going to the next level. And I, I guess in, in a two-part question, does does Mark Ingram, or how much better would Mark Ingram actually make the Bears' offense? And, and B, how, where do you kind of feel about whether or not the Bears need to make a running back upgrade versus it maybe being a little bit more of a luxury given the salary cap space? Well, yeah, that that's the interesting question. And whenever you're looking at somebody, I saw I saw a graphic today, and it, and it gave the top five teams that need a running back, and the Bears were number two. And that that kind of struck me a little bit by looking at the duo of Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen. I don't think that you can say that the Bears are the are the uh, this the second uh, neediest team when it comes to running backs. But I think that is the perception that they that they need somebody coming out of the backfield as a workhorse. And who wouldn't want that? I mean, I mean, who wouldn't want a court, who wouldn't want a running back who can catch anything you throw to him, has the explosiveness, and can take it through the middle? There's only a few of those guys, and they're they're generational, and they're guys like Le'Veon Bell who want to get paid. So yeah, everyone wants one of those. So uh, I think that the Bears' offense would greatly, uh, you know, gain from having. Uh, somebody with a little more explosiveness in the backfield, maybe somebody who can catch the ball a little bit better. If it is Jordan Howard, it's Jordan Howard. But I don't think that they're running back away from, you know, a championship caliber team. I think they're a championship caliber team right now. Uh, but uh, if you put Mark Ingram in there, I think they would be incrementally better. I think that you you can be a little more dynamic. I think that when Jordan Howard is on the field, defenses can kind of see what's going to happen. I think the offense, I don't think the offense is predictable by any stretch of the imagination, but if Jordan Howard is in the game, you kind of know what they're going to be limited to. Unlike whenever Cohen's in there where he could throw the ball, kick the ball, <laughs> pass the ball, whatever. Uh, I, I, I think that the, the, uh, the defense can kind of pinpoint what Howard's going to do on the field. So uh, getting to the second part of that question it is kind of a luxury because the Bears have other things they got to tie up right now. They got to go to the secondary. They got to see what they're going to do at cornerback. See what they're going to do at safety. They they got to get a little more depth maybe at the edge rusher. So uh, I I don't I would say Mark Ingram would be a good signing, but they they don't need to be spending a whole lot of money on that side of the ball. Remember they spent that much money on that side of the ball last year. They brought in Allen Robinson. They brought in Taylor Gabriel. They brought in Trey Burton. I mean, they, they did their work on that last year to try to surround Mitch Trubisky with weapons. Now, I mean, do they, they want to keep pouring in on that side of the ball? I know we wanted to see more offensive performance. Maybe, I don't want to say Mark Ingram is the missing link, but, but if the price is right, then maybe you go after him. But if you invest a lot of that money on that side of the ball, eventually you're taken away from something else. And I don't think we want to live in a, in a world where this, you know, arguably, and what I think is the best defense in the league, 
loses two starters, and then all of a sudden they're not really sure how what, what the depth's looking like on that side of the ball, not sure who the starters are going to be on that side of the ball. Um, just be cautious about this. And if the price is right for Ingram, I'm all for it. Uh, but let, let's, not, let's not get too carried away and spending too much money on that side of the ball right now. So not, not necessarily a running back away from a championship team, but maybe a kicker away from a championship team? And that's another thing. There's some good kickers out there they should be looking at. It. Let's, let's, let's focus on what, 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 uh, what are some of the big detriments on this team right now. I know they, they signed a few kickers, including uh, the Blewett kid out of, out of Pitt. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's exactly what we need to be talking about, a kicker with the last name Blewett. Uh, growing up in the Pittsburgh area, I, I know all about that, that folklore. So, uh, yeah, let, let's, uh, there's also, I mean, Steve Gustowski is out there right now. Let's, let's, not, let's, let's, let's maybe think that's a possibility, too. What do, do you know much about Chris Blewett? I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but you know the Pittsburgh kicker. I, I know his college field goal percentage was particularly low when you look at guys going to the NFL. But do you do you remember much about his days with the the Panthers? Is it? Yeah, yeah. And to be honest with you, he was he was a what? He was he was a meme before memes got popular. I mean, it was. I mean, the the stuff the stuff wrote itself. I mean, blew it again, blew it again. And I you know Pitt fans don't have. I mean. They, they they're not expecting much to begin with out of the season and the team as a whole right now. But uh, that 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 was just kind of the thing. They you have a kicker named Blewett who doesn't always have the best track record. So I think game kicks are much different than tryout and practice kicks. So I, I'd be interested to see what he does in a game situation in the NFL. Um, I don't think this. I, I and I hope I hope he comes in and kicks like the best kicker in the world, but I, I don't think that's their answer right now. Yeah, it seems like some more competition is definitely going to be headed to the kicker position one way or another here, whether that's free agency or the draft. And, and I'm expecting something similar in, in the secondary here with Adrian Amos and Bryce Callahan both setting to hit the open market. And both of them, in my opinion, have free agency situations here that are a little bit difficult to pin down with Callahan's injury history makes makes it hard to predict. You know, our team's going to you know invest a large amount of guaranteed money in a guy that hasn't played a 16 game season in his career. And then with Amos, so many free agent safeties in this class, you know, where is he going to kind of rank and how many free agent safety needy teams are going to be out there and be willing to spend big bucks on on Amos? What's what's kind of your feel for these two guys as far as, you know, who would you prefer to re-sign if you had to pick one, or would you try and get both under, or, or what is your kind of feeling on how this might play out in the secondary? Well, uh, if, if anyone's listened to my podcast the last couple of weeks or months, uh, I've been saying that Amos should be the guy they sign first, and, and I always reserve the right to change my mind upon new information coming out and things like that, and now I'm starting to lean towards get Callahan signed up because I think that they can use that depth at cornerback. And plus, I think that the depth at the free agency position at safety is a little deeper than it is at cornerback right now. I think that there's a lot of good safeties out there that the Bears could potentially plug in and learn the system. Uh, I like Bryce Callahan, especially not having all the trust in the world in Prince of Mukamara as far as injuries go. You can have Callahan step up. Uh, and then, you know, Sherrick McManus is there. So uh, I, I think that they should maybe go after Callahan. I would love if they, would be, if they could sign both of them. Both of them were, you know, integral parts of the defense last year. But if they lost one, uh, Amos, I don't want to say he's replaceable, but there's somebody out there that could be just as good that they could sign in free agency. And not to mention, 
the free agency for the cornerbacks, if it's not as deep, that means that guys who aren't that good are going to get overpaid because it's what the market is demanding. The market is demanding if you're the best free agent at a position, whether you're extremely good or not, you're going to get paid like the best free agent at that position. And unfortunately for Bears fans, Bryce Callahan is shooting up the boards as far as, you know, top free agents in the cornerback position. So let, let's, I mean, as much as I'd like to see him re-sign with the Bears, there's, the, there's always that possibility that a team's going to come out of nowhere and send him a nice, nice contract that the Bears would be silly to match. So I would like to have Callahan back, but let, let's see what the, the market actually demands on him. Yeah, the Bears might have to be in a little bit of wait-and-see mode when it comes to a lot of their own free agents, but that might not stop Ryan Pace from going out and making a splash somewhere else, or at least some kind of impact addition on this roster. So still to come on the podcast, we'll look at a name or two that John likes that Bears could be interested in this offseason. That's next on Locked On Bears. Again, we are here with John Buffone on Twitter at JD Buffone, previewing the Bears' upcoming free agency kicking off here this week. And John, it seems to me as I look at this Bears roster, they've got certainly a different situation this offseason than we've seen in a long time, just in terms of so few glaring needs, right? I mean, safety, you know, if Amos goes or if Callahan goes, those obviously are basically starters that you would have to replace. And, you know, we already talked about kicker as being a pretty big one. And the punter with Pat O'Donnell, you're, you need a punter, so that counts as a need there too. But, you know, when you look at the rest of this Bears roster, there's not a lot of glaring holes, and yet the Bears do have some money to potentially add another impact player somewhere else on the roster. If, is there a particular spot or, or position for you that either you feel like the Bears could use that sort of luxury type upgrade or that there's a potential depth in the free agent class that you, you identify a position that might be just advantageous for the Bears to upgrade while they have the chance this offseason? Well, I think much like any, anybody who follows the Bears, the second that I heard Justin Houston was cut from Kansas City, you know, I was like, oh, my God, can you imagine Justin Houston, uh, Danny Trevathan, Roquan Smith, and Khalil Mack, and Leonard Floyd all in, on the same team, on the same defense? I, 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 my mind automatically went there, and I was enamored by that possibility for a while to think that that was – and honestly, I still love the idea, but if you were going after somebody like that, if you're going after somebody like a Justin Houston – that means there's a lot of money being thrown into that position. So you can probably wave goodbye to signing both Callahan and Amos. And most likely you can wave goodbye to signing either one of them. <laughs> you're going to have to, you're going to have to, you're going to have to pay Justin Houston because he, he's going to demand some money most likely. So uh, I would like to see them get another um, edge rusher. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly where that's going to come from. Maybe they, maybe, maybe, you know, Ryan Pace, He's, they're really good at drafting in the middle rounds. They're really, they're really good at finding those guys. And so uh, I, I think that's a position that they could potentially go after. Um, but I, 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 I don't think that I don't think as much as it sounds awesome that, that they're going to go, uh, they're going to be in the uh, Justin Houston uh, sweepstakes, I guess. Did Aaron Lynch show you enough this season that you would want to bring him back on a multi-year deal or would it just kind of be maybe the same kind of thing from last year? Or do you think maybe he's priced himself out of Chicago? 
Well, now look, he, this guy was supposed to be a starter until they they got Khalil Mack in the trade. So uh, he when he was in there, he showed he showed that he could be uh, a pretty solid player. And if he's going to just be the depth guy, I would have no qualms about bringing him back. Uh, once again, you let somebody you you, you give people these one year deals. Now, if they if they overproduce on that, they're going to garner a bigger contract. I'm not. And I'm not willing to, you know, put out a big, not a big, but a, even a moderately big multi-year deal out for Aaron Lynch just off of one year of quasi-production. I mean, it would be nice to have him back for depth, but let, let's not sew up too much money in that. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter is, you know, Leonard Floyd, not always the most healthy guy in the world. Uh, you know, the, the Bears were very lucky as far as staying healthy last year. Not a, you know, not, a, not any huge problems obviously Trubisky missed a couple games Khalil Mack he missed some games but one of them was probably more rest than anything else um they're going to need a little more depth I think at the linebacker especially letting go of Sam Macho uh you know do they bring Lynch back that 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 has to be addressed at some point I mean how much I mean do they have a lot of confidence in Isaiah Irving we're not sure so that one way or another that has to be addressed whether it's in free agency or through the draft we're gonna we're gonna see we're gonna see another name in there well, John, I really appreciate you joining us on the podcast today. I think your analysis here on the show is, is evidence enough, but tell everybody a little bit about your, your podcast. And Again, they can follow John on Twitter at JD Buffone, but the Buffone 55 show, obviously the analysis is top-notch. We've already established that here in the last 20 minutes here, but what kind of is the, the style of the podcast and, and how does it go? Well, it's, it's called Buffone 55, not just because it's a tribute to my uncle Doug who wore 55, but uh, we, we also have, you know, it's, it's quick. It's, it's, a, it's the fastest paced Chicago Bears podcast in the world is what, we, is what we say. So we have five subjects to start the show about the Bears or the matchup that they're going to have that week. And I have 55 seconds to answer each one of those topics. And then in the middle, we have our guests and we, we break down. We, it's kind of like a know thy enemy show. So we always try to break down who the Bears are playing that week, and what, they're, what they got to do to be successful. And then we end the show with five more subjects with five rapid fire. We call them 555, five questions, 55 seconds to answer each one of them. And it's, uh, it's, it's a fun show. It's, it's, it's a unique show, and it's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a real fun uh, thing to be part of the Bears Barroom Radio Network. So uh, you can check that out uh, on, on the website, through iTunes, Google Play, anything where you, anywhere where you can get podcasts, you can check it out. Or just Follow me on Twitter for my uh, nonsensical banter. Uh, I'm, I'm obsessed with boxing. I'm a, I'm a, a, a fledgling boxer myself, and uh, I'm also an outdoors reporter for the USA Today Network and the York Daily Record. So a lot of things going on there. So you can interact with me on Twitter. That's probably the best way to do it. Well, you definitely went 10 rounds today, even fighting with the, uh, the congestion you've got going on. So, John, <laughs> really appreciate your time tonight. Hey, anytime. I appreciate it. Appreciate it. My thanks to John Buffone for joining us on the podcast today. Before we wrap things up, I want to turn our attention to the Locked On Bears voicemail and text line and hear from a few listeners like you that called in and texted into the show to let us know some free agents you might be interested in this offseason and what you're kind of looking for from Ryan Pace this coming week. Hi, my name is John McKendry. I'm a longtime Bear fan. I'm calling from Iowa, born and raised in Chicago. Money's tight this year. I know that. Um, my number one priority in, uh, would be in free agency would be Kevin Coleman. And of course, I'd like to try to see if we could uh, sign both Bryce and Adrian Amos. But if you only do one, Bryce, 
and draft a safety. Bears, Super Bowl this year. Come on, guys. Thanks, John, for calling in. I guess that makes two Johns we heard on the podcast today. But, John, taking advantage of that voicemail and text line, the phone number, if you want to get in on the show, is 312-620-8590. We also got a text in from Alex from California who says he thinks the Bears should sign Callahan and then agrees with John there and says then, then sign Tevin Coleman. He wants to let go of Amos and trade away Jordan Howard for a draft pick and then use that pick or any of the other picks to draft a safety to build after Amos and presumably have that safety compete with Deion Bush. So seems to be some agreement there in in trying to get the slot position locked down a little bit more and maybe having some confidence in the younger safeties there. And Tevin Coleman himself might be pushing the Bears' price limit here. He's kind of standing out as probably the top young running back on the open market. He's going to cost teams quite a pretty penny when it comes to running back salaries, maybe in the 5 to 6 to pushing maybe $7 million a year. That might be a little bit rich for him, but the 5 to $6 million a year range, whereas Mark Ingram might be more in the 4 to 5 and maybe even a little bit cheaper depending on how this market goes out. But easy to see why Coleman would be a, a strong fit in Chicago as a pass catcher and being able to do a little bit of everything out of this backfield. So it certainly uh, can see the excitement there and why he would be a popular fit if the price was right here in Chicago. I appreciate John leaving the voicemail and Alex texting in his thoughts on free agency. Like I said, want to hear from you as much as possible here to bring your voice and your thoughts in on the show. It's not just me talking to you. It's not just me talking to guests like John Buffon, but it's a collaborative conversation here, whether it's through the, the voicemail and text line, whether it's on Twitter, at Locked On Bears, the Locked On Bears Facebook group, we're on Instagram, Locked On Bears as well. There's so many different ways to keep up with the show. You got to make sure you're subscribed to hear every single podcast every single day of the week. It is your daily Chicago Bears news and analysis, and it is a great way through free agency, through the draft, through the dead time of the offseason to bear down.